0: Welcome, welcome everyone. And welcome to the Back Row Lessons Podcast. Woo! Woo! That, I, I like the <laughs> you, the woo. It was a little it was a little reserved, but it was good at the same time. I love it. Uh I'm Paul, and this is Nolan. Howdy. Howdy, you're back. It's it's a trio, it's a triage of uh episodes. <laughs> we love it. Uh just kind of getting into stuff here. We left you on a cliffhanger. The last episode, episode two, there. Uh What is Albuquerque doing? He he has big goals of taking over the world, and he's he's intent on it. And we just left you there. And this episode, we're gonna kind of give you a little bit more of how he takes over. Wait, what's know.
1: his name again? Like the sea lion? Oh yeah,
0: all this. I titled the, the episode the sea. "The sea Lion King of the Seas" because I I couldn't think of a. Originally, I wanted to actually name the episode the prequel to three hundred because we made that joke. But I could have fe- worked. It could have worked. But I feel like so many people, or maybe someone, would have been like, "I thought this was a movie podcast, <laughs> or this is supposed to be about Greek history." But yeah, safe, <laughs> safe. But yeah, uh, Alfonso Albuquerque, the Portuguese Mars, the Caesar of the East, the yeah Sea Lion King of the Seas, whatever we called him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is Iron eastward more so that's what we're going to (laughs) be focusing on today more in the east yeah in the in the far east uh but before we get into that uh we would just like to say uh thank you to everyone who's given us a rating and a review thank you thank you thank you they always help five stars doesn't matter too much what you what you write there i mean you could you could tell us what would a prequel to 300 look like? (laughs) You know, would it be less people or earlier in Greek history? Who knows? Or, (laughs) yeah, I guess it's Greek because it's Sparta. Uh, But yeah, they, they, they really work. We love it. Uh, Definitely is a great thing to do. And you get shouted out like we did at the end of, Last episode, Woo. yeah, always fun to shout. People. Was it peanut butter cup or peanut butter baby? That's yes. it, yeah. Uh, name for the <laughs> ages, right there. They're <laughs> going to be a great supporter there. Uh, one last thing we want to do before we get into the episode this week: uh, our quick disclaimer. This is a uh, yes, comedic history show. Uh, everything real. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, I would be just an amazing. Writer and author. I'll be honest. Some of the stuff we find here, I wouldn't know to make this stuff up. So
1: you would have a different career, and make more money. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be
0: making a podcast if I could write this well, and make this kind of stories but up. Yeah. On uh, top
1: of that, we yeah, like he, he, Paul said, we are not. We're not necessarily comedians. Actually, we, we're not comedians at all. Yeah, but we love I, making jokes. But we're gonna try to make you know make it funny anyway. Yeah, because no matter there, how dry humor, or awkward yeah. it is, we're gonna make it a great time. There's
0: so much in this stuff. There's so much humor in here that you you just gotta get you gotta get out of it. You gotta sift it Ooh. out like you know gold, and you know you're doing the potting, the sifting thing in like mm-hmm. the Dakotas or whatever. Get that gold. That's <laughs> the humor here. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna make jokes. I'm gonna probably mispronounce a lot of names this week. It's in the east. It's gonna be interesting. going to happen forever and ever? All the languages. No <laughs> languages uh, immune. We know that from me trying to pronounce English words. Yeah. Uh, but. That's gonna happen. Jokes are gonna be made, but everything Ooh. here is real. Everything is uh factual.
1: Yeah, but anyway, sit back, relax, or go on a walk, or go on a drive, or rob a bank and listen yeah. to our
0: show. If you rob a bank to our show, at least re- leave a review and yeah, tell us. Tell the cops that. that, that. Yeah, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and when I robbed the bank. <laughs> but you know, getting through that, getting into it. Are you ready to go, Nolan, for some history? Oh, I'm more than ready. Woo! Woo! So like, let's go. I, poly I, D. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we ended the last episode on uh, Alfonso Albuquerque. He is uh, mm-hmm. hot shit. He is at the top of the pretty much the government of Portugal that occupies part of India.
1: And he was like the last ship going through, right? pretty
0: sometimes i remember correctly like am i
1: remembering, correct? like, was, am I remembering oh, correctly well
0: yeah there oh yeah no there was that time right before we ended where everyone kind of left him there everyone <laughs> okay. yeah in like the arabian peninsula he was everyone hated the conditions and the climate so much because they're in the desert mm. and they just abandoned him there so yeah pretty much the last ship uh but then he did arrive in India. He's the governor of the state of India, uh, and that happened in 1509. We're gonna come back to him in just a couple of minutes. We gotta. We're we're gonna introduce a new kind of character. Not a character. I said character last week, but a new a new setting. You know, mm. we're like I said if I was such a great author, this would be like the flashback scene in like a drama thriller, like <laughs> the intro to the movie and you're like, a whoa. Better version
1: of The Lost.
0: Yeah, or like, I was thinking like the Born thriller where uh, that, like... I still gotta watch that. There's like eight of those movies somehow. Oh, they at one point killed off the Matt Damon Born and then brought him back. I don't know. <laughs> I've watched three of them on planes. And Matt Damon. Matt, uh, so <laughs> the, the cut to the other character here where we're in... Uh, Eastern Asia. where it, hmm. We're in the kind of Malay area. Uh we're talking about the we're talking about the city of Malacca. Malacca. And
1: high, Malacca <laughs> hey,
0: Malacca home. <laughs> Gotta offend everyone, but uh in, pati- <laughs> in particular, not just the city, but I'll explain more in a second here. The Malacca Sultanate. Uh so that kind of signifies the religious uh this of a sultan is kind of coordinated and associated with islamic rulers mm-hmm. uh and i guess also babe ruth the baseball player <laughs> but uh uh the malacca sultanate which i always thought like malacca seems like a very, it's a very you know big city it's a trading port i thought it was going to be a super old place like there there's been people there but mm-hmm. malacca quote unquote, as we know it, began in just 1400. Mm -hmm. So it's countries that are older than that in Europe and stuff like that. And it's always weird to think about that. But it lasted from 1400 to 1511. Note that lasting end date. And remember back to when Albuquerque was appointed in 1509 and this ends in 1511. Okay, Little little Freddie foreshadowing Mm. right there. So. The first kind of kingdom here before the Malacca, the (laughs) Malaccan Sultanate. Uh,
1: I'm sorry. I already like forgot. What's Malacca? Malacca
0: is a big kind of trading hub, a big city that's kind of in the Singapore area Mm. in the kind of lower tip of Malaysia below where like Thailand is. It's kind
1: of like Carthage, but a completely different place. (laughs)
0: Exactly. It's like Carthage, but... (laughs) Not in any other way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Carthage and people would trade things there. Pretty yeah. much, yes. Uh, if, yeah, pretty much that. So before the Carthage that wasn't Carthage was around, there was uh, a different kingdom. There was the kingdom. It's not Singapore. It's kingdom not Singapore. Hearts. But Kingdom Hearts, yes. Uh, it's the Kingdom of Singapore.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: No. So <laughs> Singapore is what S I N G A P O R A. This is S I N G A P U R A. So it's literally one letter difference. Okay. So if you were to type, so like, like the... text this in your phone, it would autocorrect to Singapore. So it's just the feminine version of it. I guess yeah. It's and like then the Latino, Latina. Be yeah, exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> if there's a someone in the middle, it's with an X or whatever. Uh, but and are King, Para. Sh- para shwarma, para Like I said, I'm going to be mispronouncing words here. Mm. Um, it is para, like P-A-R-A, like a mm. para or whatever. Para me shwarma, shwara, M-E-S-W-A-R-A. So there, we're starting out strong here. <laughs> um, so the kingdom of Singapore, it is. Theorize, it, some of these kingdoms, it's kind of hard to say exactly when they came about, but it said uh, that came in at 1299, so at the end of the 13th century right there, mm. and it would last until 1398. Uh, there was five supposed kings of that kingdom in that about 100-year span. They, they they almost broke the centurion mark. They almost got mm. to 100 years. It was 99 to 98. <laughs> 99 years, damn it, we almost made it. They're Ooh. like, we can't last can you get us funding for six more yeah. months? <laughs> we get the 100 mark. We get, you know, a big celebration. We can get more. It, ugh. So, yeah. Only okay. the last one, uh, which is that guy's name I was trying to pronounce, Parashwema or whatever, Paramishwarma, uh, <laughs> can be really like recorded and attested to being a real thing or connected. Okay. Things that happened during his time, we can say that's the guy who was doing it. Mm. Uh, archaeological evidence from the local hills and the nearby banks of the Singapore River. They found dragons. They found dragons, yes. Uh, no, actually, this is where aliens. They, they found those Phoenician boats that the crazy Australian guy oh. was looking for. He was so oh, cla- actually? No. no oh, no, God no. Dang. I wish. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, that
1: was all the way. That's completely somewhere else, right? Yeah, no, that was Australia. Who was saying <laughs> the Carthaginians
0: or whatever. Uh, but they, right. they found evidence here, archaeological evidence, of a settlement and a trading port from this time period the like 13th and 14th hmm. century so they're like someone was here <laughs> who left this garbage here at the side of the river oh it's really old garbage <laughs> we should record that put that in a bag real quick that's <laughs> that's how i imagine some archaeological digs oh mm-hmm. my god who left this shit <gasps> this <laughs> this changes everything <laughs> oh my gosh uh so this is a quote i found uh as mentioned in the malay annals the like malay story so like the collection of stories and tales mm. and stuff like that mm. the story of the fall of singapore and i should mention every time i wrote singapore i get a spelling correction note okay. in my notes because everyone oh ex- shit
1: i already forgot okay so singapore is that a family or no a
0: place or so singapore yeah. Is a modern day country. I got that. Singapore is also the name of a river there. Singapore is the name of the kingdom. Ah it comes okay. from the Singapore River, assuming. And okay. it's just spelt a little bit different. Okay. They just Emphasized it, I guess. They so were it's like, "Just a kingdom." It's just a kingdom at this point. Like there's it, no
1: like specific monarchy family to it. No, or... the only
0: one we can talk about. So if that, that was like
1: your monarchy and I took it over, it'd still be in the na- same place.
0: Yeah, it's kind of okay. like that. So the only one, only monarch we can talk about that. So like I said, there's those five kings. Right. Uh, is the Para Mishwarma guy, mm-hmm. the guy I keep struggling to name. Mm-hmm. That's the only. Let's king. us give him a nickname. Uh, how about Para? Or, Para? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, Para. <laughs> yeah, para's good enough. Para's good. Yeah. He's the only one we can really attest to. Um <laughs> so he's the last one. And so this is like I said, the quote here. The okay. M- Malay annals, those are like all the myth stories, the local tales, and mm-hmm. they give histories of the area. The story of the fall of Singapore, so this is that kingdom. Mm, uh, and it's coming to an end. Yeah. And the flight of its last king. So the last king fly if it gets away. He he escapes. Okay, uh, begins with Paras, this king's mm-hmm. accusation of one of his concubines of adultery. Ooh. So it begins so got like a Henry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So Is he at-
1: more or less shitty. Do you
0: think? Oh, we're gonna get it, into it. it? Well. This guy is interesting in his own way. So, so, like I said, his own unique sense of shittiness. Well, his own unique sense, because like we, I kind of just said there, it begins with him accusing one of his concubines. So, those are the women who's not to be, you know, sexists or whatever. Whose primary purpose at this time was pretty much do the king and like have babies. Uh, And like, not as a queen or not as a queen, just as a pretty much a slam piece or like a bang Mm, made. and he's accusing her of adultery, okay, not a good look, dude, yeah, what <laughs> my bang maid banged someone else. Let mm-hmm. me ask my wife what I need to do in this situation. <laughs> uh, so he accuses her of adultery, mm. as punishment, the king had her stripped naked in public, oh God. No, in Reve- so he not only is he accusing her of is adultery, like
1: a kind of thing. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, like a just a public
1: punishment kind okay, of thing. And I've yeah, it always and seen like Game of Thrones, one of the characters kind of has to walk naked through the
0: streets. I I haven't seen too much of Game of Thrones, but I I'm a I'm going to assume yes, just okay. so we get the ratings. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, so he has her stripped naked in public. Uh, in revenge, always good. Mm. In revenge, the concubine's father. Sang Rajuna Tapa. So the father
1: is like forced to do this.
0: The, well, the father is in revenge. The father heard what happened. Oh, to okay. yeah. The father heard what happened to his daughter, who he let become a concubine. Okay. Who is also an official in the court. So <laughs> his boss, yeah, is parading his daughter naked through the town. Okay. Um, secretly sent a message to the king of Majapahit. I guess assuming another kingdom in the area here. Mm pledging his support should the king choose to invade Singapore. So, if you invade us, Mm -hmm. I'll flip. (laughs) I'll be on your side here. Oh, Uh, okay. So, in 1398, the last year of this kingdom, Mm -hmm. Majapahit, I'm Mm -hmm. probably not pronouncing that right, dispatched a fleet of 300 jongs, which is like a, medium to smaller sized boat mm. uh and hundreds of smaller vessels they don't fuck around when they send boats in this part of the world it seems we're going to send about 500 boats at least to fuck <laughs> you up <laughs> carrying no fewer than 200,000 men oh shit so let's just give a quick recap on that okay so what's what started going on? out as a king accusing a concubine of cheating on him yeah. and stripping her naked Ends up with two hundred thousand men invading this kingdom and forcing the king to flee. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so wait, did
1: they ever kill this chick though? They didn't. I didn't see anything about killing the chick. Okay. I only heard either, stripped her naked in public. Okay, so either she made it out alive or her death is or not she recorded. saw her
0: dad bring down the entire kingdom, Yeah, which that's kind of I feel good, like good, yeah, yeah, it's a weird moral position yeah. to be, I'm glad you did something, but I yeah. didn't ask for all of this. Yeah, like, dad, you're getting too involved. <laughs> just the, the entire town on fire, people screaming, and she's like, really? Yeah. All I said was to talk to him. <laughs> and we, we have this, just yeah. very sassy. <laughs> I did this for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> a weird fall to that kingdom there. Okay, so
1: where we left it off yeah, like the, so, the, Okay, so, so he ran away. Do we know where he went? Uh, or are we uh, getting there later? Kind
0: yes, uh kind of. This ended up <laughs> so 200,000 men are invading with hundreds of ships. Mm-hmm. It was a month-long siege. Ooh. So the, the city's on lockdown for a month. Uh as food ran low, uh para mm-hmm. the king and his allies Fled the city across the Malaysian Peninsula. So they were like, peace, we're out. Okay. <laughs> we're, ga- we're gone. Uh, once he escaped the city and his kingdom.
1: Okay, so do he... you know this, like, the Malaysian Peninsula, is that northeast, southwest, or where, what kind of direction are they going? They, you they are... Easier,
0: um, it doesn't say which way they want, went, uh, but kind of where Malacca ends up, you, mm. it kind of looks like they went north dish okay. I, like I said, I can't tell for sure because it's hard to say where they started and where they ended mm. up. But so they escape the city, they're they're piecing out, and from this part, he establishes a new kingdom mm. and names it Malacca. <laughs> so the king, the, the founder of Malacca was a dude who, through accusing one of his concubines of cheating on him, brought the f- downfall of his previous kingdom. He's like, all right, okay. I learned my lesson the first time. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't want to get invaded by 200,000 people, don't accuse people of adultery. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> lesson learned. Did he learn? Uh, Kind of. I mean, Malacca doesn't come from the downfall of a concubine. It's a different mm-hmm. downfall. Okay. But, uh, the exact date of Malacca's founding, it's kind of hard to pin down, uh, but the accepted rough estimate the time hmm. of Malacca's founding is 1400 so that would be about two years after the f- invasion of Singapore Okay. so he was on the run for about two years and then he found oh, a good shit. spot and he's like I, I found my new kingdom so, here. Okay so he's like a king again? He just he's p- pulls gonna be, that off? He's going to be kind of a king Uh, I have the legend of the founding of Malacca here. The legend is that Hara saw a mouse deer outwit his hunting dog mm-hmm. into the water when he was resting under a Malacca tree. Mm-hmm. So I guess a tree in the area. He thought this bode well, remarking, quote, this place is excellent. Even the mouse deer is formidable. It is best that we establish a kingdom here. So he's, he saw his dog do something weird, get outwitted by a mouse and say, this is where the kingdom is. This is, <laughs> this is the spot. What an odd reason to find a place and mm. like, to choose a location. I guess we're on the water. <laughs> Might as well. So tradition holds that the settlement here was named mm. after the tree he was leaning against. Mm-hmm. Considering it was a Malacca tree, I guess that's good. Put one and one together. We get two right there uh, <laughs> while witnessing the events. he saw that shit. And then the mouse deer is still part of the modern Malacca coat of arms. So they still have a little tribute to that, whether it's a real story or not. Some almost 500 years later, 600 years later, it starts in the 1400s Malacca here. And it starts as a city and then it becomes a sultanate. There's a little bit of a difference between the two. Uh, from 1400 and its founding through the next hundred years. it doesn't, I didn't record down how long he was there to be king, but it okay. continues after him. So I guess he learned his lessons not to okay. accuse yeah. concubines, at least not in public, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he learned to do that internally. Uh, so the 15th century, so the 1400s, it grew to become kind of a very noteworthy place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a big trading hub. There's a lot of uh, place, people from all over here in up in China. Yeah, mm. This is south of China. Uh, the Ming Dynasty, the Ming Dynasty, okay. became uh, a huge thing. It replaced the kind of remaining Khanate uh, leaders, so the last remaining people that were associated with Genghis Khan mm-hmm. were being replaced in China here. Oh, dang! Yeah, it was the Ming Dynasty, and uh, and then in the Middle East as well, the Khanate was getting replaced with local rulers so this brought more trade in the world it wasn't just a big empire in the north controlling everything people were let's go hang out let's you know the Khan's not here let's go on a vacation to malaysia (laughs) i hear that it's beautiful this time of year uh traders from both both western and eastern empires so people in on the other side of the Levant and the Mediterranean they made their way here and then people from the eastern empires like i said China other places in Malaysia and Indonesia India everyone was here it was a hubbub. it was a it was a hot place to be mm. uh and it wasn't just trade it wasn't just people wasn't just like a really busy mall it mm-hmm. wasn't like the mall of america here just every, a state store for each different trader here uh there was a lot of different philosophical and religious communities here people exchanging ideas and that was a big it's a big driver of commerce and stuff like that if if you can pay for nerds to discuss things you can pay for everything else there's a reason why there's a bunch of universities in boston and not like the tip of idaho and stuff like that. they can pay for it uh and that's where it kind of drew into becoming more Islamic and eventually becoming a sultanate. Uh, Malacca grew from being just a city into an Islamic political entity that would eventually control the lower Malaysian peninsula. They weren't just a city on the on the side of uh, the peninsula. They kind of were controlling things all over. Them. Okay. That's cool. what I said. It wasn't just a city. It was the city of Malacca that was in the Malaccan sultanate. Kind of mm. like New York City, New York City in the state of New York. Yeah. It's a dumb thing, but I guess it makes sense for this, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or like I I'm I can not think of other places where it's that stupid. <laughs> I'll be honest, it's a dumb thing. But it's yeah, Malacca the City is the capital of the Malacca Sultanate, which was bigger than just the city. Mm. It wasn't like the sit ci- the city limits where the entire Mal- Malaysian peninsula they controlled places there. Um territory extended from the kind of modern-day southern tip of Thailand in the north to the east coast of Sumatra in the south, so one of the Spice Islands there, uh, the Sultanate's military power was most known for their nine elite knights of the kingdom. I got nine mm. knights, and I got their names here. Are you ready for it? Mm. Sure. All right. <laughs> I'll be more excited. Woo! Yeah, Woo! get that enthusiasm pumping.
1: Just like realize what it sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: the nine knights of the kingdom they were Hang Twa, ah. Hang Jabat, okay. Hang Kastori, Hang Lakir, <laughs> Hang Laku, Hang Ali. What do you think you're going to say next? Uh, hang Iskandar, <laughs> Hang Hassan, and Hang Hussein. So I assume Hang is probably a title or a name. Yeah. So well, I mean, They sound like Power Rangers.
1: Well, it depends. Like in some cultures, like the last name might come first. Oh, very true. But yeah. I, I assume... Instead that, of Hang, they should all be Hung. Yeah, Hung.
0: <laughs> hung I'm, they're all Hung. These are all Hung soldier, soldiers. Hung, yeah, hung. <laughs> But yeah, they were all Hang. Uh, the most... The one that I saw that was quoted as being the most intelligent of them was Hang Tuah the t- first guy, T-U-A-H. Okay. Uh, he was able to speak fluently, fluently which I can't, uh, but he could speak 12 languages. Oh, shit. Yeah, including Mandarin, Arabic, Javanese, Persian, and Japanese, which is pretty- Fuck, uh, right, uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's a like... very fucking impressive. Uh, he was skillful with weapons such as the sword, charis- Long karis so he's like, the a sh- I assume some kind of sword. Mm. I guess I'll look it up real quick.
1: Real quick, nah.
0: It's like a uh, Indonesian asymmetrical dagger. Mm. So, it actually looks pretty cool. It looks like a weapon like from Skyrim. I'm coming around. He's, he's coming around. Honestly, they look like weapons from Skyrim.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know how to describe that. It's kind of like wavy as a, yeah. a
0: sword. Like, best way I could describe it is if you've ever seen, like, a fantasy really, like, stylized sword, almost from, like, Lord of the Rings. Okay. It's very similar to that yeah, style.
1: Yeah, it's kind of artsy. Yeah. There's... So this is Hangtwa? Yeah, this
0: is Hang Hangtwa. He was good with the kyrus, the long kyrus, the bow, the crossbow, and the spear, so don't fuck with him. <laughs> and uh, he was the leader among them and was conferred the office of admiral by the sultan. So that kind of reinforces what I was saying that these people the only thing I can imagine is like the Power Rangers. <laughs> Do they have their own like little color? <laughs> well that I assume yeah, like and they all own have like vehicle. their own color and then in the middle <laughs> is like their name or whatever. Like hang twa. Like they all put their hands in the middle and then they form and then they make Voltron. Uh yeah, that's that's the only thing I could imagine when I was reading and writing that. I was like, are these like the nine elite soldiers? Like, oh shit, they're gonna, you know, defeat the supervillains. <laughs> Uh, by 1500, so they had been around for a century, they were like, suck it, we lasted longer than the first one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Malacca was at the height of power and glory. It was it's at its grace. Uh, the city proper, the Malacca city, mm-hmm. uh, was the capital of a great Malay empire. It was the chief center of trade for Indian cloth, Chinese porcelain, silk, and Malay spices so Mm. it's a hotbed for a bunch of places and it was the headquarters of muslim activity in the malay archipelago so how indonesia brunei and like a lot of those modern countries in indonesia and uh, malaysia have you know islamic communities there this is when it kind of starts to kind of move out and kind of expand more Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know like i was saying 1500 height of their power things are going great it's a beautiful city intellectuals trade great communities everyone's smiling alfonso albuquerque enters the room Woo! <laughs> it's just a what a, was he before he was just hanging he so he's been in india he's okay. been hanging out in india and that's when he, like, he was fucking shit up there right he was fucking shit up there okay so actually i apologize it's not albuquerque coming just yet it's another portuguese man uh, August 1st, August 1st, 1509. 1509, good yep. year. <laughs> it's a good year, I remember it fondly. Portuguese Fidalgo, so that's kind of a term, like a military rank. Diego Lopez de Sequeria arrives in Malacca carrying hmm. a letter from King Manuel I to establish trade with the city. Nice. She's <laughs> got a letter that says, please let us buy stuff and okay. sign the king or whatever. <laughs> Uh, immediately, I love this too. Immediately, Sequeria sought to contact the Chinese merchants in the harbor. What I imagine is him getting off the boat and finding the first Chinese guy. He's like, Hey, can I talk to you real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's going on here? Are you in charge? Yeah, he's <laughs> just the first Chinese guy he could see getting off the boat. Oh my god. Uh, are you? You're in charge here, right? <laughs> or even worse, just assuming, hey, get the stuff off the boat. <laughs> just like going to Target and be like, yeah,
1: yeah um, can you help me? He's like, yeah, the first no, I don't re- work person here. person in red? Yeah, the first person in red. <laughs> the greeter.
0: Yeah, are you in charge here? Are you the CEO <laughs> of Target? <laughs> I also assume he went to the Chinese guy because he's like, in the ports everywhere I went, the Chinese guy took everything yeah. off the boat. <laughs> I just assumed that's how it was here, yeah. too. Uh, so after <laughs> that miscommunication with the Chinese <laughs> merchant, he's like, I just work here. Yeah i'm i'm on vacation too yeah. i'm here on a <laughs> yeah. trade mission uh the sultan Ma- mahmud uh promptly granted mahmud promptly granted uh the portuguese authorization mm. to establish a fitoria and provided a vacant building for that purpose mm-hmm. so this fitoria thing is an interesting little thing I didn't know about until I started researching podcasts. Uh so it was a kind of a fortified trading post. Mm. All right, we got the goods here, we got the traders here, and then we got the guns directly behind the counter <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Uh and it's built to centralize and then dominate local trade. So mm-hmm. they were trying to make like a nice point like a Honestly, like a Walmart or a Target. They're very much trying to be like Target. Uh, this served simultaneously as a market, a warehouse, and like a navigations building and customs. So it okay. was a one, one-stop one shop for everything international, uh, duty-free shop, but with a bunch of duties, uh, governed by a fator, or a factor. Uh, it's responsible for managing the trade buying and trading products on behalf of the king and collecting taxes. So they're doing everything economical here. Okay. And uh, Fator or Fatoria is where the modern word of factory comes from. You know, mm. How the idea of a factory being a place where you used build and then sell things out yeah. of it, it comes from them being this kind of workshop area. Really? Yeah, workshop marketplace. So they got marketplace. that shit going. They, yeah, it's mm. very, very basic and not well run, but <laughs> it the idea of a factory comes mm-hmm. from these ideas here. Ooh, cool. Um so yeah, they're collecting taxes and trading shit and buying shit on behalf of uh the king here. Uh Tamil Muslims uh had taken control in the Malaccan courts. So a group of uh Muslims from Tamil, so that's kinda India, Sri Lanka area. Uh yeah. I hope so, or else I just offended billions <laughs> of people. Uh, fingers crossed I got that one right. Uh, so they're in the Malaccan courts, and very much court drama here. They started to steer the sultanate to align with the Bendahara, who was hostile to the Christian Portuguese. I assume the Bendahara is another local ruler or group. It doesn't mm. say... Then, Uh, Another group of, a different group of Muslims, uh, Muslim Gajaratis, I believe those are also Indian Muslims, but slightly different Indian Muslims. Again, I hope so, that I was right there and I didn't just (laughs) offend a lot of people. Uh, So, uh, Gajarati merchants Mm -hmm. that knew of the Portuguese from India (laughs) preached of a coming, quote, holy war against the infidels. (laughs)
1: Okay. We know
0: what they're going to do. You aren't going to be happy. <laughs> There's a storm coming here. Okay, so yeah.
1: back up. So who's saying what to so, who now? Okay, so
0: in. So like I had mentioned earlier, uh, Malacca was a very metropolitan city. Mm-hmm. There's people from all over, different religious yeah. communities, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, two different groups of Muslims from Mm -hmm. the Indian subcontinent and that kind of area that probably had heard or had run-ins with the Portuguese before, earlier, uh, started to kind of steer the Malacca sultanate to have an anti-Portuguese stance. Okay. So the political people in the court, they're trying to get them aligned with the Bendahara, who was hostile to the Portuguese Mm because they're Christian. Then merchants muslim gajarati merchants mm-hmm. started to tell people cuz they're merchants so they're moving back and forth hey when i was in india i saw the shit that the portuguese were doing it's going to be a holy war against the infidels yeah i think we might be the infidels in this case right oh, here okay they're the christians they're they're not infidels to us okay. yet so yeah the people are saying uh oh i'm not getting a good feeling about these people being here so far, they're just trading with us and they have one building, but people are like, are they going to make a move? What are they going to do here? And so this is 1509 still. So they're still there. Okay. Uh, swayed by the councils and the merchants. So those two groups I was just talking about. Hmm. The sultan approved plans to ambush and kill Desqu- Desquaria, the Portuguese guy, okay, and his fleet. <laughs> the king was like, he got his plans. So... Ambush and kill the Portuguese guys. (laughs) Yep, looks good. Let's do it. Let's go for it, guys. Let's do (laughs) it. Uh, That sounds good to me. uh, But these plans leaked out before a strike could happen. This is how it goes down. Quote, Sequeria, in the meantime, was so confident of the sultan's amability that he disregarded the information that Duarte Fernandez, a Christian who spoke Parsi, or maybe Farsi, but Parsi, a local language there, uh, obtained from a Persian innkeeper about the ongoing preparations to destroy the fleet confirmed even by the Chinese merchants. Everyone in town is knowing about this ambush. They're talking about it. And even when he's presented with these facts, the leader of the fleet is, no, they're not going to attack us. (laughs) That king... Is that Sultan is so nice to me? Mm-hmm. The concubines, amazing. <laughs> he doesn't ma- He doesn't care which ones you take. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh God! <laughs> Throwback now. Yeah. So, so he's told by multiple people. So <laughs> he's told by a Portuguese guy. Yeah. Hey, an innkeeper told me they're planning to attack you and kill us all. Mm-hmm. The Chinese merchants confirmed it. I think it's really going to happen. Yeah. And he still is in denial about it. Oh, God. It is amazing what a man can do when he believes he is right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He is presented with beautiful evidence. No? No? Yeah. (laughs) I don't
1: believe
0: you. And that's the crux of it. I don't believe you. Not... I have other evidence. It's I don't <laughs> believe what you were told. See, that's going to
1: take effort if it, if I decide to believe you. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
0: plans? <laughs> you think these people here make plans? <laughs> uh, so he's playing chess, D on his okay. flagship. When the Malaysian or the Malay fleet, it's not Malaysia at this point. Malaysia. <laughs> Malaysia this is a small tangent, but I just love this story. Mm-hmm. Malaysia, the name of the country nowadays, yes, originally was Malaysia and the country of Singapore. the small oh, little okay. country, but in like I believe the 60s, they formed after World War II and the decolonization of the mid 1900s. Mm. Basically, the country of Malaysia kicked Singapore out of it. Really, Malay. So Malaysia comes yeah. from Malay and Singa, it's like Sia or Singa. That's what Malaysia comes from. Malay really? and Sia. Malaysia. The Sia is Singapore, <laughs> and they kicked them out, and they became an independent country <laughs> in the seventies or in the sixties. I'm sorry. Nice. So they're really that young. Yeah, they're. I, I might have known that. I don't know. They were. So it's a whole. Singapore is an old old city, okay. but as an independent. Country, it's in the 60s. Okay. But yeah. But what so, were we talking about before? What? Or wait. So, bef- right before that, yep. I was just saying how he's d Sequaria, the, the Portuguese guy, mm-hmm. he's on his boat. Yep. He's playing chess when a Malay fleet of Ooh. ships, disguised as merchants, ambushed everyone. Oh. <gasps> The thing they told me that was gonna happen is yeah. actually happening. <laughs> oh my god. I did I couldn't believe it. I can't believe this. It's on no, he's, pro- hes definitely
1: blaming people. Let's oh, yeah. be real. Why like, didn't you tell me yeah, about this? Like oh, that's yeah, he's definitely pointing like, to some, the Duarte like, guy. Someone you in that told denial is definitely narcissistic. Oh, it's right? be- they
0: have to be that way. <laughs> he, this man needs an award for most in denial. <laughs> uh D Sequaria being the true captain that he is, first disregarding information that is Crew was telling him he <laughs> flees the city and leaves some of his men <laughs> behind as captives. Oh, God. <laughs> Leave no man behind except for you guys' bae. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I need a running start. Yeah, basically,
0: <laughs> break. Go. <Yeah. laughs> among these, among the crewmen of this uh, just amazingly led expedition uh, was the famous Ferdinand Magellan, a very famous explorer uh, who gets who names the Magellan Strait. And uh is just an influential person. He was wrapped up in this before his famous expedition. He's like, all right, note to self, When they warn you about an ambush, mm-hmm. comma, believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disregard <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know, learn from the mistakes of others, mm-hmm. I guess. Um the Sequaria, he's like, okay, well, <laughs> I can't go back, mm. makes the decision to sail back to India. Before the monsoon season starts. Ooh. So kind of like we were talking about last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh the, certain times you gotta like go. Yeah, there there's times where if you left, you were going to hit storms and it was just a doomed expedition or a doomed voyage. There was times to go when the the like conditions on the sea were like helping you mm. and push you along. Before the monsoon started and left them completely stranded in Southeast Asia. I'm taking all the boats. Mm. I'll make sure they don't get our technology. You're just taking our escape route. (laughs) Uh, Before departing, he sent a message to the sultan and the Bendahara, so the other kind of leader of the people in the area. Uh, I I will be honest, every time I see Bendahara, I think of Benihana <laughs> yeah. just because they are very similarly spelt, but they're completely different.
1: Yeah, and there's nobody uh, throwing food in your mouth. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> I
0: don't believe that this guy is very skilled with the cooking utensils <laughs> as uh, the average chef at Benihana. Uh, it, so he sends the Sultan and the Benihana uh, <laughs> a, a message in the form of two captives each, so four people in total, mm. with an arrow through their skull. Uh, As testimony to what would happen to them should any harm come to the 20 Portuguese left behind who surrendered. I would assume killing the dudes and then saying, if you do this to the other ones, you know, you're going to suffer isn't really threatening when they totally ran you out of town. Yeah. It's not threatening. So he's trying to come back being all tough? Yeah, he's trying to say, oh, if you fuck with the guys I left behind, yeah. <laughs> I abandoned and had to surrender. Uh, We're gonna come down on you, and they're the Sultan and the Benyamin is like. This is the
1: same person that denied denied everything. Yeah, this is the chessboard. Oh my god! So now that he's in the place of safety, he's just like his ego's (laughs) back already. He is top five
0: (laughs) worst probably commanders in history. (laughs) Like, there's those famous military blunders, but this is mistake after mistake (laughs) after mistake. Uh, You lost. You can't be making those demands. Yeah. Uh, November fourth, fifteen oh nine. So, what did I say? Oh, so yeah. So not even five months later, because he okay. got there in August. Yeah, November fourth, fifteen oh nine. That's when Albuquerque becomes the governor in India. So th- these are happening at the same time. Uh, April fifteen ten. Hmm. Uh, de Sequaria lands in India after fleeing Malacca. Okay. So a couple months on sea, probably three months or so. Maybe I'll see to get from Malacca to India, he probably, knowing him, he probably made a wrong turn, and blamed <laughs> someone else for it. I told you you should have took a right there. Why'd you take? Why did you tell me to take a left turn? <laughs> so he arrives back in India in April 1510, having previously supported Albuquerque's rival, okay. uh, Almedia or Almedia. I'm not good with last names. Uh, his rival, Albuquerque's rival, Almedia for governor. Mm. Uh, D. Sequeria was scared of political sidelining by Albuquerque. He's like, this guy's gonna fucking bone me after the wonderful job I just did in Malacca? (laughs) Uh, Causing D. Sequeria to choose to flee back to Portugal. Mm. Would I rather deal with the consequences of my actions or spend six more months on the ocean and possibly die? <laughs> Choice number 2. Let's go for it. <laughs> I'm going back to Portugal. <laughs> Load up the ship, I'm moving. Woo. Yeah, I get the snacks, fill up <laughs> on gas. Let's <laughs> go. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Everyone use the restroom before we're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, he he flees twice. Both <laughs> times he's fate Oh god. He...
1: This guy's got a perception of himself. Sucks. Yeah, This guy's just sucks in general.
0: <laughs> sometimes you get like, I know war is grimy and brutal. There are yeah. sometimes valiant stories. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, okay. Or like romantic stories. Yeah, war, romantic, you know? there's romantic stories. There's impressive tales of... You know, human accomplishments Mm -hmm. or whatever. This guy is the opposite of all of those. I'm just like trying to understand or like predict like why this guy is the way he is. (laughs) What could just someone is just grabbing him Mm -hmm. by the collar. What made you (laughs) like this? Over the side of the boat. (laughs) And he's not even a high rank. He's not even like a captain or an admiral or whatever. He's a Fidalgo, which is just like a (laughs) like a middle to lower middle level. He should not have an ego this big. You have not done anything nearly as yeah. important to assume this kind of shit. So he gets back to Portugal, and everyone he harbors, everyone's just boo. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> loser. <laughs> Your they're, mama they, doesn't love you. Yeah, they're
0: they're booing him like a college basketball game <laughs> uh, against the. Badge warmer. Yeah. <laughs> loser. <laughs> uh, King Manuel uh, dispatches another smaller fleet led by. Diego de Vascon... Vasconcelos. Hmm. As you can tell, I'm a very natural speaker of <laughs> Spanish and Portuguese languages. Do you know
1: a second language?
0: No, no. <laughs> Did no. you try to learn? one Yes, before? I've tried to learn many. Uh, I oh, mean, really? like, like through public school. I mean, it was Spanish and German. But ah. then in, in college, to get like my degree, you had to get. Uh, a certain amount of credits in a second language for yeah. a, a history degree <laughs> and legit i passed it first off the day i could register was about a three days before the semester started okay so i had zero choices so i ended <laughs> up in italian <laughs> i passed italian <laughs> <one>. <laughs> legit in the first like class yeah. one of the days was learning hand expressions are you serious yeah and the professor's from italy she's italian okay, and she so... was like it's a real thing and it wasn't it, like one is only one was about drinking wine but <laughs> past one could not pass italian too tried it <laughs> tried it again it got to the point that like the professors were asking me like so we can there's like a process to have it so you can take culture classes of yeah. this language and it counts to your Major. I'm like, please, please. So I got multiple middle aged Italian women telling the school, he can't speak Italian. Please let <laughs> him take these culture classes. Because, like, when I'm in the, when I, yeah. You were that bad? I was that. Well, okay. Like, I just, when i (laughs) was no it's definitely laughable because i just could not speak it and i would try and that was the thing i would be going in after class and meeting with the professors and like trying i was like okay what did the what did i do wrong here i was like i just want to learn this damn fucking (laughs) language uh but like all the questions i would ask in class were like culture related pretty much so the classes i got ended up being more fitting but
1: like, do the, you have any favorite words or phrases to remember or anything? I mean, Giorno is. Tutte Wait, Giorno? It's better than Giorno?
0: Yeah, Di, di Giorno. Okay. And stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, certain parts, but it's. I'm an idiot. That's the problem. It's not the language, it's me. Uh, and I won't even get into the fact that Italian, quote unquote, quote unquote Italian, is not a real language because they have so many different dialects there. Okay. And one word in different parts of the country of Italy can mean different, like it's a meal word, it means a meal, and in different parts it can mean lunch, it can mean supper, or it can mean like dinner, depending on where you are in the country. So it's confusing. So it's like 70% me, 30% the language, but yeah, that's Italian. Um so yeah, anyway, but, uh, back to, uh, yeah, after that rant, uh thank you my Italian professors. <laughs> they actually were amazing. I love them. But uh okay. this Diego de, de Vasconcelos, uh he was sent by King Manuel to trade directly with Malacca. They were like they ran that first guy out of town. Maybe it was the, him being an asshole. <laughs> Maybe if we send a different guy that it will work. Uh, yeah. It was based on the king's assumption that D-Sequaria would be successful in establishing commercial ties with the city. (laughs) So D-Sequaria comes and he's like, well, about that. um, How about the opposite of things went positively? Mm -hmm. This is now the second time in two episodes the king was expecting things to go well. And it's just the complete polar opposite Mm. of it. Wait, who was the scan? This is... uh, the King Manuel, he's sending another ship, another fleet okay. to Malacca to trade with him under the assumption that the Sequaria, Mr. Split and Flea yeah. home, did a Mr. good Ego. job. Okay. Yeah, Miss, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Flea uh, did a good job. So this is last episode, we had them assuming the that first armada or like one of the first armadas before Albuquerque there did a great job when in reality they opened up a war and mm. couldn't finish it. And they're like, oh, yeah, things should be fine when we send these other people. So maybe the king should start to learn to assume things are going really terrible until otherwise stated. (laughs) They just assume we're so great. We cannot mess up. (laughs) So he sends uh, that in 1510, August 1510, uh, Vasconcelos lands off the coast of India Hmm. with the intentions of heading to. Malacca, like we said, got to take a pit stop, got to fuel up on gas, get some snacks, take mm-hmm. a piss. He ran into Albuquerque, resting his troops in the process of invading Goa. Hey, what are you doing here? Just taking a day off from invading this town right now. Nothing much. You know, it's the day off, but in a day or two, we we're going to take the town real nice. <laughs> you read stories of battles pre-1800s, and they sound very almost chill. It sounds like a couple hours of absolute carnage. Okay. Then it gets dark and everyone just hangs out. <laughs> and then like on Sundays cuz 90% of them, 99% of them are probably Christian, they're like we probably can't kill each other on God's day, so let's just take the day off. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> wasn't World War
1: 1, they like decided not to fight on Christmas Day. Yeah,
0: and then they had the soccer game. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a famous oh, one. oh yeah, and that I, was a th- yeah. Yeah, that was and one. Then, like
1: in the Civil War, if someone's taking a shit like oh. in the middle of, like battle, you can't shoot them, right?
0: Oh something like that but the best one of the best stories i ever heard about the civil war uh-huh. i was listening to an audiobook on the history of baseball i'm uh-huh. getting into sports lately they were in texas i believe the union soldiers mm-hmm. they only had one ball because baseballs were very rare and they would use the ball until it was you could not use it anymore okay uh the union players they were playing a game of baseball uh-huh. they're playing they hit it into the ball into the outfield. A regiment of Confederate soldiers come out from the field, like the the grass oh, in really? the outfield. Hold up the outfielders, take a couple people prisoner, and they take the ball, <laughs> and what? they take, and they take the baseball. That's fucking. They hilarious. stole our soldiers and the ball. <laughs> we can't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So I think that was Southern Texas. I'm bummed out
1: and I he, can't even play yeah. my, like so a game. We have <laughs>
0: what were the casualties? Two men missing and one baseball. One baseball. Not oh the ball. Not the ball. <laughs> yeah. it, it, like I said, before like the 1900s, war seems so much different than it does. Like I said, brutal carnage. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, day off to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> so there, So he runs into Albuquerque, tra- resting his troops as they're invading Goa. Uh, and he's like, oh, w- what's going on here? Uh, Albuquerque had gotten the messages uh, from traitors in Malacca. Like I had said, people in Malacca were trading with India, vice versa, very close uh, movement here uh, from these traders in Malacca detailing the military strength and the conditions of the city, mm. saying, we know how many people are there. We know, you know, what the city is like. They've probably fortified it more and have a giant no Portuguese sign mm-hmm. on side or something. <laughs> if you see this man, he fled or whatever, and probably... 20 Portuguese heads on the on pikes, but uh, knowing the small force that was sent here would be wiped out by the Malaccan forces, Albuquerque convinced Vasconcelos to help him succeed in taking Goa. I imagined him looking at like the couple ships here and just going. Yeah, you're going to get fucking murdered, dude. Uh, How about this for an idea here? You help me, and I help you. (laughs) We already have a track record of getting fucking blown the fuck out by these people, so how about we go a little bit up and above (laughs) what we want to? Nope, you're definitely going to (laughs) lose. Straight up, dude, you are not a good commander. (laughs) You could be an amazing commander, not going to win. December 1510, so he... Uh, arrived there in august Goa has been taken last couple months of 1510 the goa Mm. is taken so with goa taken vasconcilos uh was determined to continue on to malacca and take it for conquest he's Mm. like damn it the king told me i need to do this i don't care if i'm going into a death trap i gotta try at least (laughs) Uh, i gotta give it i gotta give it the old college shot uh albuquerque though, Mm -hmm. uh, still felt as this was a suicide mission. Dude, still, you can be on the graces of God. They have just more guns Mm -hmm. than you. (laughs) You're not going to get in there. Uh, And he had no chance of lasting success. (laughs) You might take it, but not for long. Like that other kingdom we had where we held it for a couple days and then 84,000 people came. (laughs) More people might come for you. (laughs) So maybe, maybe wait. Uh, Vas not deterred mutinied and attempted to set sail against the governor's orders so he's like i don't give a shit that it's a suicide mission this is my suicide mission to go on here so he leaves india he he sails oh he sails okay. for uh malacca uh interesting yeah very much so he, that's probably what albuquerque's thoughts were too yeah hey that guy you told not to go on the suicide mission he went on that mission interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right what are we gonna do what are we gonna do so uh he's caught obviously <laughs> uh he didn't make it there probably because he's an idiot um he was caught and then he was imprisoned for his actions yeah mutiny's a big deal at this point uh with his pilots so the people leading the ships being hanged for their actions this is the first uh, first in the series of a hanging mm. Woo! execution Woo! uh as we get more into the series, it's gonna be a lot of executions and hangings, but we'll we'll uh, celebrate them each time. Maybe we'll get a, a nice little sound effect like a wah, wah. <laughs> uh, so the pilots are hung, which I kind of don't. I feel it should, could kind of be the other way around. Okay. He was the one who mutinied and probably drugged drugged them into being the pilot. Mm. It, he probably wasn't persuaded by the pilots to go mutiny. Okay, so I feel like he probably should have been the one to hang. But you know, I'm not there at the time, so <laughs> whatever. I can't do anything about it. I can't bring him back. And he doesn't sound like a good person. Uh, <laughs> oh, Albuquerque, yeah. though, took control of the mission. Okay. He's he like, You fucked up. My turn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have this other, I have this personal mission. It just weirdly aligns with your mission. So let's do it. Wait, uh, do we like Albuquerque? Okay.
1: Kind of, sort of, or kind of a shitty person, he, though, he's, right? He's an
0: anti hero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Much, much like the other famous anti hero of Albuquerque. Walter Mm -hmm. White. Uh, (laughs) He's a complex individual. No, he's very much a warmonger. He's bringing war across the world, but he's just impressive in the manner that he did it. Yeah, okay. when I just hadn't heard of him, like when I first found him, I'll be honest, I kind of assumed Albuquerque, New Mexico was named after him. (laughs) I was like, oh, some Portuguese guy named, you know, long descendant of him named it, but no, it's some other royal Okay, is isn't nearly as impressive as this guy. Really? Yes, and okay. I just thought it was hilarious that his name is Albuquerque, and then Albuquerque is a city that's normally dunked on. Mm. So, <laughs> you can root for him, but it's, you kind of feel weird rooting for him like, yeah. I, like you're are rooting for Walter White in Breaking Bad at, <laughs> at a point. Uh, so Albuquerque took control of this mission to subjugate Malacca. He's like, I'm going to I It was a suicide mission under him, but I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this was in April 1511. Uh, so that's almost coming on two years after the first contact okay. with the Sequaria. They're already planning on taking over Malacca. Mm. Yeah, two years. Uh, from Cochin, the uh, kind of main port area in Portugal, or not Portugal, in India, uh, he departed with 1,000 men and 18 ships for mm. Malacca. 1,000 men and 18 ships. Okay, uh, he's like, how many people did they have? Over 200,000? I think a 1,000 men will do it this time. <laughs> Every one of you are good for 200 bodies at least, right? <laughs> yeah, nice. And 18 ships versus over 500, too. <laughs> we got this, guys. We got this. Uh, so it's got to be very yeah, strategic. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, has, he was like, that guy was playing chess. Let me get. 4D chess or what? So it's
1: like another Spartan War, but probably not going to work out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least not as many movies made about it, unfortunately. Uh, So they're crossing the sea from India Mm -hmm. to Malacca here. They they go by Sumatra. They have to go through all the islands Mm -hmm. and that shit. Uh, The fleet, I guess maybe they're, we're in the neighborhood, might as well. Uh, The fleet rescues nine Portuguese prisoners who had managed to escape from the kingdom of Padere which mm-hmm. I guess is just a kingdom in the Indonesian area on one of the islands. Okay. <laughs> and someone, some other leader had abandoned his troops there, and these nine had gone away. Uh, so they go rescue them. And then I found this fight mm-hmm. on on this voyage from the India to Malacca. Uh, not a lot of naval movies, but naval fights are really weird, and especially at this time. So it's called the Pasam, Pac em so just pace with an m yeah Paysom junk fight uh while passing by pasem which is on the north part of sumatra so the big mm. island there okay north sumatra the fleet ran into a giant sized junk ship so those are giant kind of jap, not japanese i'm sorry chinese kind of eastern asian kind of just mega ships very okay. very, very giant things uh which was reported to be bigger than the Portuguese flagship. And those things were fucking huge. Like Portuguese mans of war or like the big, big ships, and this was even bigger. Mm. So the, the fleet and this single junk ship, so it's one ship versus eighteen, I guess, were engaged in a two day long fight. One side is a ship and the other side is a fleet and it's a two day long fight. (laughs) We'll get them one of these. days. There's one solid day of fighting where nothing eventful happens. They just kept circling each other it Mm -hmm. sounds like. Uh, It ends with the junk sinking and the Portuguese taking a Passam royal family member hostage. Mm. Success, we got a hostage. First, we got a couple of our own guys and then we took someone hostage. <laughs> Failing upwards. Here. Yeah. Uh, so is it gonna be- get better from here? I get yeah. For some people, for some other people, not so much. Uh, July 1511, the Portuguese Armada and, okay. and the one royal guy is like, what am I still doing here? <laughs> I don't know these people. The, the Armada arrives in Malacca. Okay. They are, We're here, bitches. Uh, in the harbor. Ships displayed battle arrangements and savoyed their guns. So I believe that's a fucking ship term, like a ship naval term for like maybe a warning shot mm. or just like, look at them, look at how long and big our guns are, or just kind of <laughs> showing them off. Uh, I guess it's a it's, it, it, at least in modern terms, it's called an American hello, <laughs> is where you show yeah. all your guns and then you shoot in the air. <laughs> We can make that joke. We're (laughs) Americans. Uh, uh, Albuquerque restricted the port's movement. Mm. He's like, no, no ambush this time, and declared he wanted to negotiate with the Sultan for the exchange of the Portuguese captives from before. Mm. Hey, those guys that hopefully you didn't kill. Can we talk about them real quick? I'm gonna hold up this entire fucking harbor until I see all twenty of these motherfuckers in front of me. Uh, Sultan Mahmud Shah replied with vague and evasive answers and insisted that Albuquerque sign a peace treaty beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a very shifty <laughs> interview. I don't what people are you talking about? We have a lot of prisoners in this city. Let's <laughs> let's go figure out which ones they are. Uh and also insisted he sign a peace treaty. He's like, "All right, sign this. What is it? <laughs> Just sign it. Just put your name there." In reality, uh, this was to buy time for him to be able to raise his forces and fortify the city. So he's, I got this, guys. I'll go distract him for a second while you guys do your business okay. here. I got this. We're going to go to all the prisons. So, yeah, so he's he's being the distraction. He's being the bait. He's being the honeypot here and, okay. and uh, buying time for everyone else to do it. You don't really see kings take or sultans really take that role so I guess shout outs to Mahmoud. Uh These are very hands on Uh Rumors getting these rumors in the town this, this town is made of rumors Malacca Malacca made of rumors. Uh, rumors came back to Albuquerque that the sultan could muster 20,000 men including Turkish and Persian bowmen thousands of artillery pieces and 20 war elephants. Oh god. Uh, they got elephants? Yeah. Oh my fuck. We're fucked. <laughs> um but noted that the artillery was crude and lacking enough gunners. Crude. Who? And... Crude, so the artillery is one making the same kind of jokes that we are, yeah. but uh, also it wasn't that good. <laughs> Who the fuck cares though? They got elephants. You... <laughs> Sorry, I just realized what you said. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, keep going. They get... Who the fuck cares what artillery they have? They yeah. have goddamn tusked animals <laughs> on their <laughs> side.
1: We don't. I feel like that's gotta be such a hassle to keep alive just for war. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> All the elephants just talking about it. We're yeah. gonna, we're going to form a union (laughs) there's only 20 of us (laughs) the elephant union uh that would be great uh albuquerque uh, would write to the king uh that to great surprise the sultan had somehow managed to correctly estimate the total number of soldiers aboard the fleet with a margin of error of quote less than three men so what do you got? Like a thousand men here or whatever? Oh my god, he's good. <laughs> I bet it was just a casual remark. So you got eighteen ships. What is that? He does quick math. What a thousand? <laughs> you know, how <laughs> ma- you know how many we got here? He's like, oh yeah. god, oh finally coming together. Yeah, <laughs> oh. his eyes just opened. <gasps> oh, he knows we can make this, can make this work. <laughs> no, we got uh. We got more coming in for in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. Di- yeah, no. Yeah, you just wait.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, you just wait. <laughs> you
0: and what army? <laughs> Ooh, we got more guys coming. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's just scared out of his yeah. fucking mind. I got elephants too. <laughs> yeah, I got. I, they're they're even bigger elephants. I <laughs> got three. Tuss. I got mammoths. Yeah, I got mammoths. I brought them back, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I got a gorilla. Like yeah, he's just like listing animals that he has. Uh got man bear pig. Yeah, I got man bear pig on my side. Uh the Sultan on his part was not overly (laughs) he was not overly intimidated by the Portuguese (laughs) forces.
1: (laughs) Oh really?
0: Oh really? Your thousand men cannot compare to my twenty war elephants. (laughs) Weird. Bring them closer. (laughs) Albuquerque felt as though the sultan was underestimating the strength of the Portuguese fleet. Mm -hmm. I I guess, yeah, you're really underestimating us. I mean, I think everybody is underestimating (laughs) you right now. I'm sorry. Uh, So they arrived in the beginning of July 1511. Mm. By mid-July, so I would assume two-ish weeks, Mm -hmm. maybe, Negotiations were already falling apart between Albuquerque and the Sultan. <laughs> so that, that did not last long. Yeah, we're going to that. That last like two weeks, maybe <laughs> T- two, three. Not not long enough to get into them being described as late June. So yeah. not le- less than For three like, weeks.
1: Yeah, like what's the point of writing that in history?
0: <laughs> you need to. <laughs> well, you need to. They're falling apart. Uh, Portuguese ships begin to attack the city. Okay. Prompting the sultan to release the prisoners from captivity. Oh, that's all we had to do. We just had to shoot at them, and they'd give them back to us. We could have saved some people some time here. Yeah. Seeing this as an opportunity for more, yeah. Mm-hmm. Albuquerque- upped we're still at it. Yeah, while we're at it, Albuquerque upped his demands to include currency. <laughs> give me the money. <laughs> give me the money. Uh, and the ability to build a customs house in the city. So like one of the Victorias expanded pretty much Mm -hmm. into a full customs house. Uh, The Sultan refused. He was like, no, (laughs) you're not in the position to negotiate it. July 25th, 1511, I also like to acknowledge here, this time Albuquerque uh, believes the rumors.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah, I remember him saying (laughs) like
0: he heard rumors, he's like, oh shit, okay, I believe it, I believe it. I I remember, he he sees this. Um, July 25th, 1511. So all this happened before July 25th. So -hmm. like I said, probably like three weeks. Uh, Captains and Albuquerque come together. They Mm -hmm. they sit down in a room much like we're doing here and record a podcast. No, they uh, don't record (laughs) a podcast. Uh, They draw up plans (laughs) for a full assault on the city. Oh, sorry. They drew up the plans before this, before July 25th. But they were planning it for the day of Mm. July 25th, the day of Santiago in the Iberian Christian faith. They're like, it's a holiday. How do we celebrate? (gasps) Assault the city. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, This brings it to the phase known as the capture of Malacca. Mm. Sorry, to kind of hint and foreshadow Mm. here. Uh, Two major attacks were brought on to the city by the Portuguese, the first, uh, starting in late July. And that lasted to early September in Mm. 1511. Uh, Many Malay gun founders, so Malay gun makers here in the area. Uh, We don't really think about them as that part of the world, really, as having a very long-standing gun-making tradition. Uh, But they were compared favorably with those of Germany. Um, And they were acknowledged... Uh, leaders in manufacturing firearms Uh, and the Malay gun carriages were described as unrivaled by any other land including Portugal so they got some good fucking guns in this part of the world at this time that's pretty much what I'm saying (laughs) so so it's not often when it's a portrayal of like a European colonial power invading a place it's often described or kind of thought of as like a totally one-sided affair like they had guns and they were throwing stones at us or whatever Mm. so In this instance, it wasn't that. It was an actual gunfight. It was Mm -hmm. actually two well-armed forces fighting. It's very badass. Uh, The sultan, again, or I guess not again, because that was the other guy, but the sultan fled Malacca. It's like, (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) Uh, irony. He was screaming, irony. (laughs) Uh, In late August, 1511, after the second Portuguese attack succeeded. So Mm -hmm. in those two months, almost month and a half of... uh, summer 1511 Mm. there's two waves of attacks by the portuguese and he's he's leaving uh he 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 leaves because the second attack succeeds uh with the city secured albuquerque they were like the war elephants didn't get their chance they Mm -hmm. they were just not properly used uh albuquerque ordered the sack of malacca in the quote most orderly manner possible Mm. guys we're gonna sack the city but Let's be gentlemen about it right now. (laughs) Okay, it's not just a fucking fat. You know, it's not just lawlessness. Uh, There were some rules, but it did not stop the plunder from reaching insane levels. Even Mm. though he was trying to go about it in the most orderly manner possible. Yeah, I guess for three days. Three days. Portuguese groups (laughs) were given (laughs) so dumb, or actually, it's not dumb. It's hilarious. Okay, Portuguese groups were given a limited time to run in turns to the city and return to the beach with whatever they could carry back. Really? This sounds like a summer camp activity yeah. game <laughs> Or some survivor game. Yeah. All right, you got 20 minutes. You got the sack, team, three. Yeah. Go, 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 go. <laughs> huh? Go grab whatever you want. It's a shopping spree of a city. Yeah, so they're just taking what they want. And, and they had three days. <laughs> okay. So do you get a turn each
1: day or is yeah. there just so many yeah, groups? I wonder. Go. There's uh, got to be like, well, I mean, how many groups are there? There's a
0: lot of people they have, right? I guess, I guess a thousand guys, yeah, in groups of three. So, okay, yep. 300 p- groups or whatever. <laughs> Pair up into groups of three, everybody. We're going to get the sack <laughs> on soon. Sacking of the city this way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like middle school. Uh... Activity Day. sounds fun as shit. Uh, they didn't let us sack a city. Um, <laughs> they were strictly they were strictly forbidden from sacking the property of Chinese, Hindus, and Peguans. Peguans. That's so a local community. Oh, I thought you said penguins. Right I know. It would be it. great. I guess <laughs> they probably wouldn't want to loot penguins either. But these groups had all supported the Chinese <laughs> and were given flags to mark their households. Do not loot <laughs> pretty much that they all right you guys can go into any building you see without a flag and loot but if you go into the rules you get penalized There's a, <laughs> they have rules they have a, a, a chart they have a rankings this is i guess an orderly sack possible but it it still sounds terrible uh albuquerque recovered from the expedition a stool encrusted with jewels this is my Jeweled step stool, mm. <laughs> four golden lions, not real lions. Uh that would be sweet if they were real lions covered in gold. And even a golden bracelet, which was said to have the magical properties of preventing the wearer from bleeding. Ooh. He puts the bracelet on. Ow, I yeah. cut <laughs> myself, son <laughs> of a bitch. <gasps>
1: but no bloodstains. Oh whoa! <laughs> <laughs>
0: it healed instantly. <laughs> so yeah, he got a magical bracelet, uh some jewels and a stool. That is quite Ooh, the looting right there. And That's a the, stool? Yeah, an encrusted jeweled stool. Okay, nice. Jewel <laughs> stool. I got a jewel stool. Bedazzled stool. Yeah, bedazzled <laughs> stool. So, he's taken over Malacca. Uh like we had kind of ended the episode on last uh mm-hmm. week. His goal was to conquer the spice trade or finish the spice trade for Portugal, and then conquer the Muslim world. Yeah. Now he hasn't conquered the Muslim world in the Middle East, yeah. but at least in Malaysia, he's conquered a very powerful Muslim kingdom, the Sultanate yeah. of Malacca. Okay. Uh, so I got some a- the aftermath of this campaign, this Ooh. the taking of Malacca. Uh, estimates. <laughs> for the loss of life is hard to determine for an exact figure, because it's in the 1500s in Malaysia. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of uh, people keeping a lot of track of numbers there. But the Portuguese reported 28 of their men being killed in the fighting. Ooh. 28 over two months is pretty good. A lot better than a couple of those mm. <laughs> fights before. Uh, the Sultanate, their numbers have never been really exactly added up fully. It's okay. kind of hard to say how many they had and how many died. Okay. Mm. Uh, in sieges, especially this long, where it's like two months long, it's really hard to give exact numbers because you don't know who died from fighting and who died from other causes. Yeah, uh, that's the same thing that kind of happened with the Aztec capital, mm. which happened like two years later, two or three really? years later. Oh, yeah, yeah, like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. 15 okay. The mid fifteen teens is when that happened. Yeah, that's weird to kind of connect. We kind of mm-hmm. associate it with it. fall well, fallen at the same time. Mm-hmm. I uh, feel
1: like that's like so much farther in time.
0: Yeah, you don't really connect it like that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, the sultan fled the city, but set up a few miles south, planning to retake the city when the Portuguese were weak. All right, I'm going to hang out until they least expect, and then I'm going to strike. <laughs> I'm a tiger. <laughs> I, I assume maybe a, the tradition of kings is to hide out and assume, I'm just going to start a new kingdom once again. Because like, okay. this is the second king we're getting in this episode <laughs> to do that. Uh, Albuquerque did not uh, just want to sack the city. Uh, building his military fort there and other imperial buildings. So Mm -hmm. he didn't want to just turn it to dust Mm -hmm. and be like, that's the city. No, he wanted to use it. It was a big place, had a lot of people there. Uh, And it becomes part of the Spice Trade Empire. Mm -hmm. Uh, Malacca, or not Malacca, (laughs) Albuquerque, the other guy, the other city, uh, Malacca, I almost did it again. Albuquerque spent the rest of 1511 and the beginning of 1512 in Malacca mm. before returning to India. He's mm. like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna seep my uh, reward here. I'm just gonna <laughs> hang out on the beach. I see that king over there in the bushes. I think he's up to something. I think yeah. he's waiting for me. So I'm gonna hang <laughs> out here a little bit more." And he did because after he left, the Sultan made a move on the city, mm. uh, prompting. Uh, promptly, sorry, not prompting, but promptly being outfought again and having to retreat. Mm-hmm. So, he he tried once again. He lost once again. He's like, I think, I think that's theirs now. I think that's their capital city. <laughs> that brings me to the end of my information here. That's oh, all. No. Oh no, yeah, no more, ki- no. Oh, no more kings to uh, run away from their uh, <laughs> empires after being <laughs> invaded. Uh, but I think that was a good little story there, and mm-hmm. that's gonna. To start talking about the English kings, it's really weird to end in Malacca with a mm-hmm. <laughs> with a sultan being run out of town. But you know, <laughs> history's weird like that. But the next episodes, we're going to be getting into England. Like I wanted to do these past two episodes, show the entire world is connected. Mm. They're sending people from Portugal to Malacca. Malacca is sending things back to now going to be sending things back to Europe. So everyone's kind of connected here, and that's the world. That's the Europe that the two doors are going to be in, mm-hmm. they're going to come into. Uh, and that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with uh, Henry the Eighth and kind of his birth. Those are going to be the episodes coming up. Uh, but in the meantime, I think we can say uh, thank you for listening and uh, make sure to give us a rate and a review. Mm. Five stars would be yeah. great. Uh, you can... It doesn't matter too much what you say in there. Uh, get... And
1: reach out to us on social media. We got yeah. an Instagram account.
0: Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, I guess. I think Twitch as well. All of the fun <laughs> ones. Maybe maybe one day we'll make an OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter too much what you put in the review. Or just it just matters that you give us five stars. Uh, <laughs> you can tell us, you know, you could tell if you know someone who is more, of a screw-up than that Sequaria guy, the guy who just abandoned everyone, put it in the review. Yeah. I would love to hear mm-hmm. about that. Uh, but I think that does us for uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. My name is Paul. And I'm Nolan. And this has been Back Row Lessons.
1: Woo! See ya.